Hello everyone, my name is Julia and I am a brand and digital strategist and this is our first episode. I don't know what format it's gonna be, I'm just gonna probably sit here and talk to you about personal strategies, a brand strategy, business strategy, digital strategy and so on and I felt like for a first episode, I think we should talk a little bit about my background and give you insights about how I got where I am, what do I do, how do I help people, how to get to that point, and well, let's just jump into it, right? So I am a Brazilian, live in Finland, and... I came to Finland as a... There's no reason why exactly. It it was more like a child's dream. You know, the kind of child, uh, teenager dream that the parents say that it's not going to last forever. So what I did was I just set my head into it, became really obsessed found ways to actually make it work the first thing that i did was actually when i turned maybe 17 i was like okay i'm getting to the age where i can design my own fate so i'm gonna figure out how can i do it and i understood that in order to live in finland i have to study in finland so i dropped everything that i you know, I was studying in the school after I finished high school. I was studying in a university, I should say. And I dropped that. I went to work as a waitress and saved some money, figured out the schools to apply to. And when it was time, I, you know, submitted my papers, did what had to be done. Kind of in silence, nobody really understood why the heck I had dropped a design university. I was actually studying digital media back then. I've always had like this um, affection to digital stuff. There is a photo of me when I was seven. Maybe seven, eight, actually sitting on the computer and playing games, which honestly hasn't changed that much. But... (laughs) I was, however, faced with, or our family was faced with the fate of my mom getting breast cancer. So I had to drop everything. My mom has or has had a business since she was 18. We have a decoration and jewelry shop. So I had, you know, someone had to run the business. <laughs> so what I did was I dropped out of the um the job that I was in, I also told her why I had done what I had done and basically became a, I guess, partner overnight, like, just like that. My mom is fine, by the way, but this is an important part because it had it opened up my eyes to, you know, what it's like to run a business, what it's like to be in touch with strangers all the time. 
it was also Christmas time when that happened, and there is a lot of people buying decoration stuff during Christmas. Trust me. <laughs> so this was the first challenge was to actually manage, you know, the stress and the the fear, really, of losing someone you love while doing something that you don't know anything about. And, well, fast forward a few months, my mom is nearly done with chemotherapy and I can finally at least choose one of the degrees I had sent my papers to. I think I sent papers to three universities, so I had to pick one, three or four, I can't remember right now. This was eight years ago, okay? And I picked one, came to Finland, did the entrance exam, went back. This took maybe three days. Continued working, that was maybe April. And then not until August, I actually managed to move to Finland, which was scary. I came alone, no one else. I had no rented apartment i had to stay in a hotel and then with a friend that then became my boyfriend at that time not very good relationship but i'm not really gonna get into it but i will use it as an example of one of the personal strategies things that i have figured out and that i've been teaching my audience about or you about And I push it a lot and people don't seem to be completely interesting because it's very alien and it's very hard to even start to understand how to start to think about it, if that makes sense. But anyway, so I had no apartment. I had to stay in a hotel until I found one. I think in two weeks I had rented an apartment and then I was studying graphic design in a university in here by the way i'll try to do these episodes as with little cuttings or like with the little as little clippings and editing as possible because i want this to be a conversation with you in a way <laughs> and unless we have of course guests but which i am planning to bring so then studying in finland graphic design I had already, when I was maybe 13, done a logo, so I knew more or less what I wanted. I wanted to go to the direction where I could work directly with business owners because this, this has been my life, right? My father also has his own, his own business. My mom has her own business. So we are all very artistic but business connected in a way. So branding and things like this really inspire me and attracted me but at the same time I've always had this attraction with digital media and I feel like a lot of designers have something similar nowadays at least I don't know old school designers <laughs> but um university in Finland was not was I expected because I was told and I think a lot of universities tell this to prospect students that you will have fully full control of your curriculum you can pick um in this case of this university i don't know if it's going to apply to everyone but you're gonna it's actually a polytechnic in finland 
for this type of studies. It's not technically a university, but we're going to call it, call it university. And you can pick um, the lessons that you want from build your own degree, build your own curriculum. But hey, the first year is completely obligatory. You cannot change it. I was like, okay. Wood shop, cool, interesting. Ceramics, cool, interesting. I'm very uh, artistically inclined. So that was fun to go through, but it was not what I wish I was studying, right? I had already gone through three years or two and a half years of previous studies that I couldn't even like use here to gain credits and, you know, proceed, sort of speed up the track. And first year was fun, albeit a bit frustrating. Next year we had, we finally had a few lessons on, um, we had lessons in 3D, we had lessons in logo design, branding, we had lessons in um, basic of different types of art and types of expressing visually, but that was about it. So we never went to, you know, and I think this is a common problem or a common thing that people complain about on degrees is that we never thought how to place ourselves in the market. We're not taught how to take the next step. So that was frustrating, but I did run into a guy called Shama Cabe, which maybe we, well, I can try getting him in the podcast one day. <laughs> so he was teaching back then lettering and I took his course. I think it was his first, very first course on Skillshare. He doesn't have it anymore on Skillshare. There is a whole story behind it, but, and I started following him, right? When he pivoted his business business to teaching, educating creatives on business, this is when everything clicked together. And then I proceeded after a little bit to drop again from university. <laughs> they actually, they were closing down Design English, which is what we called it. And I couldn't somehow or anyhow pick other lessons that interested me, for example, in business and marketing, entrepreneurship. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to follow my own steps. So I started freelancing. I started uh, working with clients. I got um, clients from, I started, I actually started with music, with the music industry. So I got clients that I actually had admired my whole life as musicians and now they were friends and clients and anyway what am I getting at so of course I'm telling you my story but I also want to tell you that there's no right path and this is something people say a lot but the important thing is is to stop and think about what is it like what is the life that I want like right it will change um, year by year. I will not say that the life that I want now in five years is the same life that I wanted back then. You know, back then, my well, before I moved, my focus was I need to move to Finland. 
And after that, I will figure it out. And then after moving to Finland, my goal was I will finish university and I will maybe work with clients. I don't see really myself working with, um, working with, for someone, I should say. So after that, the whole university, the whole degree closing down, drama, I figured that, you know what, I'm just going to experiment with life, I'm going to experiment with what I have, with what where I am, I am going to go out, I'm going to go meet people, and I did meet a lot of interesting people, I did meet more of my heroes in the music industry, I'm a huge uh, Finnish metal fan, so I met a lot of people in 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 that in the industry they inspired me a lot they inspired me with professionalism as well but i also figured out some of the friends that i made they weren't really supportive of this unusual way of dealing with life because i couldn't really find a job here I, it was a very very small city So I was doing work with my mom while trying to figure out what is it that I actually wanted. And I started asking myself the question of how is how would my life be if, you know, when you start looking at people who inspire you, right? So Sean McCabe was one person, Gary Vaynerchuk was another, and then I started listening to Jocko Willink, I started listening to Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, people who open your mind a little bit. So what is it like that? I, what is it, what, what do I want out of my life? It's a big question, you don't answer this so simply, but this was the first thing that I started to think about. What is it that I want the people around me to be like? What is it kind of life that I want? What is it, you know, what do I have to do? What do I have to change in the way that I think, in the way that I behave to actually achieve that? So that was one, uh, one of the first things that I started working, but I, I started working this out of um, instinct a little bit. And reading certain books gave me the breadcrumbs to sort of build this up. And I understood with time, I'm not quite sure how, that you know my thoughts, the things that I believe in, or my beliefs will be affected by my thoughts, which will affect. So thoughts affect beliefs. I really can't wrap my around uh, my head around the English here. So my thoughts will affect the beliefs that will affect my words. That will affect the way that I act, and of course habits, because um, habits are repetitions of things that you do. So I started realizing that some people around me 
were not really supportive or didn't have maybe the same kind of beliefs that I did. And therefore, you know, words come when some they hit you sometimes in a way that, you know, if the other person doesn't share the same beliefs that you, as you, they will clash, right? Their, your beliefs and their beliefs, they will turn into words that are not so nice sometimes and will make people act in a weird way because everything is related. It's just the way that we are as humans. Like we cannot escape that cycle. So this is very unconscious, but you can definitely bring that to an unco- to a conscious level. And this is why I'm so passionate about personal strategies because if you want to be, you know, I want to have an agency that I can sell at some point and I'm not going to sell for anything less than 50 million. This is something that I believe in, you know, personally. This will affect the way that I speak. This will affect the way that I relate to others and, you know, the way we find people that we like is probably because we have shared beliefs. So everything is connected. When you figure out the things that you want, you know, your mental goals. So how is it that I want to be in, you know, a year or five? Well, I personally want my mentality to be this or that way. And I don't want to feel as doubtful of myself or, you know, real things that we feel. Whether or not we are running a business you know you and I here are probably working directly with clients we are running our businesses but it affects everyone it's just that we as leaders we as you know thought leaders we as people who have responsibility over other people's money we gotta think about these things consciously some people will be okay with just leaving it in the unconscious level, they are not going to really be pushed to the point where they have to reverse engineer the way that they are so they can change in order to support their goals. I know this is a very big thing to wrap around, but, you know, I I did this over, like, this, I don't know, I guess you could call it self-awareness game. (laughs) And I I think it's self-awareness. I think this is how you become more self-aware and it enables you to create the surroundings even though you cannot even if you cannot physically change the surroundings that you are in so i'm doing all of this still in the same city that i came to okay now right now i'm actually in the countryside but i'm still living in the same city but now i have a partner and things are you know, changing more consciously. And I see him struggling with um, with this process as well of bringing your thoughts to a scary... It's scary to do this to a more conscious stage or, like, bring it to the front. I feel like... I feel like 
we often think about what we have to go through, right? Because when I moved, or when I made the decision to move to Finland, I didn't think of how hard it would be to say goodbye at the airport. I felt like, okay, I'm finally gonna move to where I feel at home. You know, the only place that I've ever felt at home. And this is gonna be awesome. And all of these things are gonna come out of it. I'm gonna be able to, you know, assist my mom in a different way. I'm gonna be able to have children one day and they're gonna have a much better life than they would have in Brazil. So focusing on what you have to go through to get there is what makes people sort of stop in that process. So, okay, I want to be able to have my own business, but that's going to mean I'm not going to be able to go out and party or play as many video games as I want or to experiment with different things. Once you find a focus in something that you want to do, it's only natural that you focus on you know, what it will feel like at the end, what it will enable you to do. So that's why I have a very clear, why people tell you to have a very clear goal, right? And this is not easy to think about. This is not something that people really spend time time thinking about. They skip it and then they start working as freelancers, they start working with, um, even in a company and they have no idea. It's always like, oh my God, I have to wake up again to work. Oh my God, I have to call the client. But it's more like, oh my God, today I get, you know, to finish that one project that it's been pending and it's going to feel great. And I will be able to maybe even crack a beer after that. Or I'm going to call that client and we're finally going to finalize this project and I'll be able to put it on the portfolio or whatever. Like there is always a way to see things and you've got to catch yourself in those moments where you are thinking things that are part of what you have to go through instead of what it will feel like once that thing is done or where you get there. And the way that I do it personally is that I just have a list where I get, you know, I catch myself thinking those things. Look, everyone does it. But here's the point. It's a strategy to get yourself out of that place, right? So you write it down. You write why you're thinking that way, what is bothering you about it and what you can do to change it. And you do this, you know, while figuring figuring out your mental goals, your career goals, your, your emotional goals, your uh, physical goals, your material goals, like what do you have, what do you want to have, what it's going to feel like to have that thing and just make it so real that you cannot ignore it because that was the other thing i had been in finland before i actually moved to finland and i knew what it felt like and that feeling was very very powerful in order to help me go through all of these things and not think about what it would feel like to go through it but i already knew the way that it it would feel at the end so i 
I had the fuel already, right? So for example, I want to have a rose rice only. And I do the silly thing. And I actually talked about this on a podcast episode with Michael Janda. No, it was not a podcast. It was an IGTV or I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Some collaboration I did with him. I am, you know, um, I, I go to places with my boyfriend. He's driving. I am on the um, co-pilot seat. I don't know what it's called in English. But, and I'm thinking about what it would feel like to drive the car that I want. So, little tiny hack of once you figure out what you want what it feels like and what beliefs are stopping you and the things that you were thinking you can start converting the things that you want into things that are more real and the things that are going to keep you motivated is not the right word but let's use it because you know for the lack of better words so These things will keep you with an eye on the target, however long it takes. For me, to move to Finland, for example, it took me uh, maybe seven years and a few tries. <laughs> so, yes, because, you know, I was a child and teenager, blah, blah, blah. But I see it the same way. Right now, I have this bigger goal I don't know how long it's gonna take for me but I know the life that I want to have and what it will feel like and what it will enable me because it's not gonna stop there obviously life continues you know you get a goal and what then but that's the beauty of this process and living life you know with purpose in my deepest deepest like strongest belief of living life with a direction even if that direction is not straight the road doesn't have to be straight the road doesn't have to be without rocks the road doesn't have to be even like it can be foggy it can be dark it can be light i don't know the road is different for everyone right but i know what destination I want in the next year I don't know what's gonna come after that but I do know what I want to do next if that makes sense you know ah, I don't know how to explain these philosophical things but I hope it makes sense so this was it for today I am intending to keep this weekly short maximum 40 minutes 30 minutes around that much and then maybe you know answer your own questions <laughs> uh, bringing guests bringing people who are going to add value talk about uh, the journey of building the agency however hard it might be however easy it might turn out to be <laughs> i doubt it's going to be easy but also touch into brand strategy I know this is a hot topic right now in the creative industry. Digital strategy, we're going to talk about launches. We're going to talk about, you know, marketing and how if some people don't 
even like to separate digital or uh, marketing from marketing, but I do think you can specialize in digital marketing and we can discuss about that too. Okay, I'll, I hope to see you in the next one or I hope to talk to you <laughs> on the next one. Bye.